Welcome back, everybody. Kind of a different tone. Kind of a few different things going on. So one, a while back ago, I tweeted out that I'm going to do these live Monday, Wednesday, and Friday episodes. That's It's just going to be me, and we're just going to be looking at kind of what's going on in the world. You know, there's a lot of different things going on, and this uh, this podcast really just isn't limited to just one subject. I like to talk about a lot of different things. I'm into a lot of different things, and this kind of allows me to not be kind of shoehorned into just talking about, you know, UFOs and aliens and whatever else is going on with the phenomena. Not that I'm going to stop doing that, just that I am going to take the time to talk about some of the other things that are going on in the world. That being said, there is something going on in the world that kind of impacts everybody. Kind of a big deal going on in the world right now, and that's uh, it's Russia. Russia and the Ukraine. So as we get started, I'm going to point out that this is going to be something that is not a... It's not going to be politically driven. I'm not going to just give one side of a story. I'm going to kind of give the whole picture of it and not give my own kind of biased thoughts on what's going on too much. I'll I'll try my best. One thing I want to talk about, because this just, uh, just came up, and I think this is a really important thing, and that is this right here. So what we're looking at is a horrible ad. Go away. There we go. Ukraine separatist asked for Russia's help as Kiev drafts men. So a lot happened in the last 16 hours. So if you're not up to speed, a few days ago, get rid of that. A few days ago, Vladimir Putin in Russia decided to recognize the Donbass breakaway kind of uh, region as its own separate sovereign region. The reason that this is important is they now, in their minds, can move into these regions without invading Ukraine. Now, has that happened In a way, yes, it has. They have moved in to the regions. And as we can see by the title of this, Ukraine separatists asked for Russia's help. Now, that's important because I think it was yesterday or the day before. Might have been yesterday. I get my days mixed up. I've I've been working for like 10 days straight right now. Yesterday... Vladimir Putin asked the Russian consulate or however their government is set up for authority to use troops outside of Russia, use force outside of Russia, basically. It's it's kind of like the president of the U.S. asking for permission to, let's say, the war on terror to start that, a an operation where the military can be used. And that's exactly what Russia did. And that's exactly what Russia authorized. Now, 
that's really a big deal because everybody has been waiting for this invasion to happen and have been looking at it and going, oh, I don't know. Is this really going to happen with the government saying in the next 24 hours and the next 48 hours, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. And then this happened. And then he asked for permission to use force outside of Russia. So basically we're kind of on this precipice of what is going to happen next. Like where is this going? And I think I think you're right. Escape. Uh yeah, I should definitely come on. What we're seeing here is now that this region has been considered a separate region from Ukraine, the separatists have now said, "Hey Russia, we really need your help with you know, Kiev and and these Ukrainians that we are fighting." So now, with this being so so new, is is this the beginning? Like, is is this how it actually starts? And that's really the big question, because in here it says uh, military equipment has been moving into the don't. I'm gonna mess up these words because I don't speak Russian. Uh, Duntes Duntesk region. I think it's a city in uh, in Ukraine. Well, what used to be Ukraine now that Russia doesn't consider it Ukraine, and that's a really that's a really big major thing. A lot of things that that need to be considered about this is what will the West do? Ukraine is not a NATO nation, and a lot of people think that that's with what's going on. That's a really good thing right now because if it was a nato nation then title five would immediately come into effect which requires other nato nations to step in and support the nato nation that is being you know kind of uh watched or uh, attacked whatever's going on there right so I personally don't think that we should really get too involved in this. Um, you're you're seeing a lot on the news now. People are saying we need to we need to back Ukraine, and anybody who doesn't say that we should back Ukraine are pro Putin or or pro Russia. And you know, we just got out of a twenty year long protracted war with the war on terror that really got us nowhere we we really didn't get a whole lot out of it uh we lost a lot of people the other side lost an extreme amount of people and i just i don't think it's a good idea that we quickly run into another war especially a war with a near peer like russia the problem with a war with a near peer is we start getting into a type of warfare that we just have not fought in a very long time. And I don't think that this is the hill that we should go in to do this. Now, the opposite uh, counter argument to that would be, well, if we don't stop Russia now, how much territory do we allow them to take? How much do we allow them to get? 
well, you know, we allowed them to take Crimea. We we allowed the Georgia incident, not the state. There is a country named Georgia. So why why is Ukraine that important that this is this is what we go? We're gonna go to war. Everybody ramp up, and this is what we're gonna do. I mean, we're seeing a total of, as Reuters is pointing out, a total of 80% of the soldiers assembled are in a position to launch a full-scale invasion, according to U.S. uh, intelligence and defense officials. What that says is they're in a forward position, and it (laughs) it means that they're ready to strike. So there's... There is more than well. Right now, I think there might be only one Georgia. I don't know if Georgia's still on the map. Has Google Earth updated that? We'll have to check. But it's the problem is that having a war with a near peer is not going to be like the war on terror, and it's probably going to be sold like it's going to be similar to the war on terror, and it's just it's not going to be. It's it's going to be a very protracted bloody and horrible fight and it's not going to be the fight that people are going to quickly keep like this oh yeah we should definitely keep fighting let's just keep fighting i think it was about a week ago um putin held a conference and i think he was talking with the ukrainian president or the french president it was some kind of conference like that and He said the reason he doesn't want Ukraine to be a NATO country is because of that Title V agreement where if Ukraine gets attacked, everybody has to come in and help Ukraine, all the other NATO countries. He's basically said in that, I'm going to attack Ukraine. And it should not be a NATO country because I'm going to attack it. And then he went on to say, because Russia knows that they cannot, he admitted that Russia cannot hold back the Ukrainian military, or not, no, not the Ukrainian military, but the NATO military, right? And he said, that will force Russia to use nuclear weapons. Flat out said it. It's, it's, you can, you can Google the video or whatever you use. He flat out said that any war with NATO will result in nuclear weapons being used. That's terrifying. One, I mean, they shoot nukes, we shoot nukes, everybody starts shooting nukes, and all the major population centers are gone. That's a really bad outcome, and I don't think we should ever let anything escalate towards that, especially over the Ukraine. Come on. It's just that simple. Let's just not go there. The other part is Russia's military is set up for a ground war. They're more focused on ground fighting with, they have more tanks, more artillery. And I get it. The United States has really good stuff. NATO has really good stuff. Nobody's been in a modern conflict where near peers like NATO countries or the European Union and like China or Russia have 
bought with any of this new technology that is currently being used. F-35s are not engaging Su-37s over the skies of the Balkans. That just doesn't happen. We don't want it to happen. Nobody should want it to happen. From the sanctions that were just announced this week, we're already going to see increases in fuel prices. Russia is a major contributor of, you guessed it, gas. Gas and oil. A lot of it comes from Russia. Problem is, for some reason, about a year ago, about a year and a month ago, we stopped producing oil in the United States. Guess what happens? We stop producing oil. We start using our strategic reserves. The prices go up. Oil, crude oil is already approaching $100 a barrel. If this war kicks off, we can expect crude oil to, they said even as high as two to 300, maybe even $400 a barrel for crude oil. Imagine if the price of gas on the low side and not in city centers was $12 a gallon for regular. Now, like your your bigger places like L.A. and, and New York would see something around $18, $19 a gallon for gas. Do you know what that's going to do to the country? People can't afford that. Even mid, like upper middle, well, I guess it's middle income, like people who make like $80,000 a year. If they all of a sudden have to start spending two to $300 to fill up their gas tank, Every week or every other week, you're it's not good and inflation is going to rise. So, we're already experiencing high inflation, but it's like seven and a half percent. And natural gas, natural gas is really expensive right now, too. I'm kind of wishing I didn't take on that bill and gave that one to my wife, but yes, <clears throat> so you are correct. The Nord Stream 2 is on hold right now. Germany is reassessing it. The thing is, the Nord Stream 2 pipeline has already been built. It's it's already there. Now, it was projected, or it is projected, that Germany gets something like just over half of its natural gas from Russia. So these sanctions are going to cut that natural gas from coming in from Russia to Germany, half of it. That's going to severely increase their prices. They're we're looking at the potential if this doesn't end like if russia doesn't pull off or the un doesn't figure something out it's going to get really bad and i think we're going to see more civil unrest which is never good but it's it's just going to get worse if this is allowed to continue we have to do something something has to happen either an agreement needs to be made because the uh, the Donbas region, they are ethnically Russian and they speak Russian. They are pretty much Russians in the Donbas region. They just, when the Soviet Union fell, it fell under Ukraine. Do we give Russia the that bit of land and just say, here, just take your land, just do not invade Ukraine? Nobody wants. I don't know. Maybe the military industrial complex might want some some good old war money, but World War Three is 
it's not going to be good for anybody. And I think it was on ABC or CBS, one of the, or MSNBC, uh, Biden was doing a interview and he was asked directly if he would put U.S. personnel in the line between Ukrainians and Russia. And the first thing he said was, no, that's a world war. Yes, that's absolutely correct. Thank you for saying a right thing. Nobody wants a world war. The The casualties, the damage, the infrastructure that it's going to do is just really, really terrifying. And one of the things that we're seeing now, this actually came out today. I don't have it up, but I'll talk about it. Some of the OSINT accounts on Twitter are being actively uh, spammed by Russian bots and it's causing Twitter Twitter's weird algorithm like they're reporting these accounts because they are filming and sharing uh, Russian troop movements through Ukraine and around Russia and what that's doing is <laughs> what's that what that is doing is it's giving away their operational their opsec their operational security. So everybody can see on Twitter what the Germans are, or Germans, wow. That was a Freudian slip. Thinking about World War II. They can see what the Russians are doing, and that kind of just allows, you know, other militaries to go, well, bomb there. It's it's really just a bad situation. It's a situation that somebody needs to come up with a solution for because, the amount of civil unrest in the world right now, as it is with everybody being at each other's throats, look at what's happening in Canada. I mean, who the hell thought that would happen in Canada? Their prime minister, Justin Trudeau, who is definitely not um, the son of Fidel Castro, he has basically labeled, not basically, he did, label his own citizens who were protesting as terrorists and seditionists and they are shutting they were shutting off their bank accounts and all these other things that's insane at the same time that this is happening because it was all over mass mandates and vaccine mandates right at the same time the UK completely removes all of their mandates they they're Shutting down their, uh, what their other, I, you know, I've said COVID on the show. They're shutting down all their COVID mandates and they're returning back to normal. Several other countries are too. Hi, everybody. Hey, Spooky. Yes, do that, Trudeau. Definitely not Castro. Josh and Artemis, straight from Canada. It's It's something that... When you look at the world as a whole and what's going on, it it really mirrors kind of what was going on before World War I started. And my biggest fear is that we are just heading straight down the same exact path. And World War I happened after a pandemic. World War I happened after social unrest. There was, you know, high inflation. People weren't, everything that we are experiencing now happened. It's just multiplied because of social media. Everybody can go on social media and just be pissed about everything all the time. And now we're seeing 
just that negative, you know, ideology is just being pushed into everybody's mind. Excuse me. A recent poll actually just said that something like 75, 74, it's in the 70s, percent of people in America do not want a war at all with Russia over the Ukraine. I agree. And I've, I've laid out why I agree. I do want to keep these kind of short. I don't want these to go into like the 45 minute or hour territory. I just wanted to come on, kind of talk about what's going on. If you are watching, please leave a like and a thumbs up because, or that is a like, like share, you know, this is a kind of a new direction for the channel. I, I want to talk about things that are going on. And eventually I'll build up uh, graphics for this and everything so we can do a whole little thing. But if you like it, please like, share, subscribe. And this will be on uh, the podcasty thingies, Spotify and Google Podcasts. Some There's there's some people that actually watch my RSS feed. One of them's in, uh, one of them's in Amster- Amsterdam. I just picture like some dude getting fucking ripped off of cocaine and being like, yeah, bottled water. Fuck yeah. And with that, we're going to end. I'll see everybody later. Oh, here we go. I got to really figure out ending these broadcasts without looking like a jackass.